This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies. Coming to you from various places. Recorded on Sunday, September 10th, 20. 23 Kingsmen, the golden circle of friends with benefits, a wonderful life as we know it could happen to you only live twice in a lifetime. Cop and a half Nelson of Rambo, first blood part two for the road house sitter. Excuse me, house sit terminator to judgment day. <laughs> Days to <laughs> confuse. All right. I got through it. Okay. My guests today are all returning champs i think yeah i think that's right they are guy brad of joyce jesse joyce and arden marine yeah thanks for having us 
Yay! Not even those aren't even hard names to say, and I just stumbled through it. But you did great. Let's meet everybody individually and alphabetically by first name. She's a champion and the host of Will You Accept This Rose, a podcast I appear on frequently. It's Petite Flower Arden Marine. Hi, Doug. Thank you so much for having me back. Thanks for being back wherever you are. I hear it's uh, in the east. I'm in New York City. And it was raining today, which was very exciting. That's fun. Weather's fun. I talked about um, you all weekend last weekend, I have to say, because I went to, on your recommendation, I went to La Quinta Hotel and it was fantastic. And I totally was felt, I only went because you loved it. Oh my God. Isn't it great? It was so magical. The history of it was so cool. And they have like 41 pools. Yeah. It's pool crazy over there. Yeah. Like it's uh, somebody is annoying by the pool. You just you know walk a few feet to another pool. It was great. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and it's where, um, amongst other things that he wrote, I suppose, because it was a frequent. He just stayed there a lot to write. Uh, that that particular hotel in La Quinta, California, which is in the Palm Desert. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Frank, Frank Capra wrote uh, "It's a Wonderful Life." So cool. uh, on so the cool. property and then Apparently. Greta Garbo had her own like space did you go look at Greta Garbo's uh, area I did not and I kept <laughs> looking it up I got there really late and I wanted to and I want to go back but I did. But also I found out that Judy Garland apparently got whisked away there after she lost the Oscar because people were afraid of what she was going to do Ooh. oh yeah that's a good that's good, a safe, good place and Ginger place. Rogers got married there Oh, it just it's endless, the stuff that goes on out there, because, you know, Palm Springs was such a, uh, you know, destination for all the showbiz types in L.A. when they wanted to get away and act fancy, but in very hot weather. So cool. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so La Quinta, you know, everybody, when you say it, you, you think of that chain of hotels, it's, you know, let's face it, they're not like five star hotels. Um, this is not affiliated with that. This is, in fact, now a uh, it's a Waldorf Astoria. Is it? Yeah, it's Waldorf Astoria. It smelled Quinta. rich. It smelled rich. <laughs> I think I got a discount because it was like Labor Day weekend, which is like 188 degrees. So I think I, I it smelled like money. So, yeah, yeah that uh, makes sense. When it's uninhabitable, the rate comes down. A little. <laughs> yeah, that's how I was there. But when you walked yeah. into the lobby, it literally smelled rich. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you for being uh wherever you are Arden, and we'll tell everybody at the end of the show about all your uh upcoming tour dates i know you got some shows out there on the east coast thank you sir. Uh, that sounds great <laughs> he won the last live show that we did uh, with an audience down in brea california it's guy branham hello Yay. guy Hello, good to be here. After I was extremely late to the live show in Brea, I whisked myself to Palm Springs mm. and re recovered there much like Judy Garland after the loss of the Oscar. <laughs> it's so true. It's a really, uh, it's a nice hang out there in Palm Springs, I think, you know. I, uh, uh, I went to the Palm Springs Film Festival for the first time this last Ooh. January Ooh. of all all times of year, January. So it was like actually like some nights it was actually like cold out, you know. But I guess 
all the hotels are cheaper, so that's a good time to have a film festival. Also, but, the Palm Springs Film Festival puts itself squarely in the middle of Oscar season, and so they always get one good get. They always nice. offer like a Lifetime Achievement Award to somebody who is on the campaign trail. So you get like, you know, Emma Stone doing mm-hmm. 45 minutes of good comedy. Yeah, wow. no, it's true. They got uh, this last year. I, I didn't see that particular event, but uh, they, I think they gave it to uh, Kate Blanchett. <laughs> but I, I like to, to I got to see a screening of um, 80 for Brady where all four of those ladies uh, came out after and did a Q&A. And it was the, one of the best things I've ever seen. Wow, that's so fun. Yeah, to sit through an okay movie to see an amazing show. <laughs> I mean, that's all-star. <laughs> yeah, no, and they're all really funny, especially who knew Sally Field was such a weirdo? Yeah, oh, um, I, I didn't. She is? <laughs> yes, no, she's really, fu- she's fun. Like, she's really fun. Like, she plays such serious characters all the time. You know, she's such a killjoy in Mrs. Doubtfire. But then, you know, in real life, she's a sweetie. Wow, okay. that's cool. <laughs> Also, he was kind of an out-of-control dad in that movie. Okay, so my point is this. Uh, We have a third guest to introduce. Uh, Another returning champ from last week's show. It's Jesse Joyce. Hello, Jesse. Yay! Hey, guys. How are you? Yay, Jesse Joyce. (laughs) Uh, It was very confusing to not know that you and Arden had spoken about a specific Laquinta, (laughs) because you guys just both gushing about, like, which, you know, I spent, the early part of a alcoholic road comedy career in various La Quintas throughout the game. I was like, I don't remember them being quite as nice or historic as you guys are describing. We love, we love the La Quinta good, chain. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's a good place to like go around when you're too drunk to drive to a Seven Eleven to like scavenge uh, uh, what's left of people's trays outside their room to make a sandwich. I used to do that a lot, but, but you know, didn't, it wasn't matching up with what Arden was describing her experience. Yeah, multiple Ginger, pools. Ginger Rogers got all. married there. Yeah, so, <laughs> so yeah, okay. it was very confusing. And it's got to be, it's gotta be something. Name. Something awesome must have been written in a La Quinta at some point. You know, like maybe, you know, maybe uh, maybe that guy wrote Boondock Saints there or something. <laughs> yeah. so, I'm sure I probably wrote roast jokes for the Charlie Sheen roast in a La Quinta. There you go. So I don't know if that counts. Yeah, that no, counts. That yeah. really counts. Okay. <laughs> that's a great contribution to uh, pop culture. Yeah. Um, <laughs> before we start the games portion of the show today, I like to ask each of you what I've been asking everybody every week, and that is to please recommend. One movie, Arden Marine. <laughs> what have you got for us? Okay, in honor of everybody, like Greta Gerwig is so cool. Yeah, and in honor of being in New York, I um I love moments of time for like that where the the love of your life is your best friend. So you know whether it's a super bad for guys or like a book smart. I love her movie Francis Ha. Where, um, because I felt that way with my best friends, like around like high school and college, where, and then when one person sort of falls in love and moves on, and sort of how jealous and devastating that can be. <laughs> um, I think there's a real window in time where, like, the main love of your life is your very best friend. And 
um, and how important my female friendships were to me and also how complicated it is just sort of growing up that that's not forever. And I think Francis Hopp, much like Booksmart or Superbad, I think it's a really great movie about that. And it's sort of a smaller black and white movie. She's in it. Did she direct it, Doug? I think she did, didn't she? She might not have. Maybe. I think she uh, co-wrote it with Bombach and he directed it. I think it. he might have directed okay. it. Yeah. I just loved it. I and I feel um, like Lady Bird was her directorial debut. Okay. She's just so wonderful in it. And I think she's so cool. And just sort of a shout out to her as a performer and to New York as a city. I loved it. I don't think there's any, you know, I, I think her talent uh, knows no bounds based on like the three films she's directed and the other things she's, you know, written and acted in. Like she's yeah. just, she's yeah. incredible. Like and yeah. now the, uh, you know, all the records that Barbie's breaking, like you so know, cool. making her it, like the number one. It's uh, so you know, cool. <laughs> the I'm number so, one woman to ever set foot on a movie set. <laughs> it's so cool. I love it. And and yeah. it seems like she seems like a nice person and um, she seems fun. And so that's like a smaller movie. And don't, you know, I highly recommend it's really a cool movie. I loved it. All right. We ran out of time for the other two people to. Uh, weigh <laughs> sorry, in, I'm so but, sorry. Uh, no, that was that was you were you you seemed very prepared for that. Did you think about it before? I did. I like today? to prepare. I care about you, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> what if I'd ask this? Because uh, sometimes I'll ask like for movies from a specific category. Would you have just tried to wedge it into? No, I, I would. I like I like to do well by you. I would not. I would have given you the right answer. <laughs> Well, this was the correct answer. I'll say that's for sure. Because uh, it is one that people might not have uh, gotten to see or heard about because she's suddenly blown up so much. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Uh, let's move on to Guy Branham. Um, first, I would just like to say Greta Gerwig, our greatest Sacramentan. Like in the, the luminous, <laughs> like uh, <laughs> celestial uh, skyscape of Sacramentans, like... <laughs> Greta Gerwig, our, our brightest star. Um, <laughs> but I, I saw, uh, like, on, on the subject of, like, adolescent, like, younger friendships being your primary relationship, um, I saw Bottoms this week. I want to uh, see that. I want to see that. Like, Arden, you're, you're really going to enjoy it just because it has the kind of big, weird energy that you love. Yeah. Um, you know, it, like at the <laughs> beginning of it, I was like, wait a second, is does this movie not know what its its tone is? And then I realized that they were making an entirely new kind of high school movie Fine. that um like just sort of has this like broad almost like like Zucker brothers approach to to high school that was sort of like big and broad the like the football players are in their uniforms at every moment yeah. it's just, it's just yeah. sort of it, like it is a broad fun burlesque of of high school as sort of like um yes. like like institution for making us be excited about men's bodies and what That's that means so fun for for two queer girls in that situation it was so much fun it, like it was ridiculous and stupid and like i'm a seligman and rachel senate and io adabiri like i i'm so excited that these people are collaborating and i hope they continue collaborating like i the the short shiva baby i thought was really good the feature i didn't love as much but this really shows what they can do oh, i can't wait to see it yeah rachel senate i saw it a few days ago and rachel senate is just she is so damn funny like uh 
nonstop. And then the the whole movie is very, uh, very engaging because it does. It is like this weird, uh, you know, it is like an 80s comedy, but through this <clears throat> strange, but also, you know, more current lens. That's so, so it's uh it's it's very entertaining and you know and here's my one liner to get you know men who are like what what were all those women's names you were throwing around uh to get men to go all you have to say is it's uh, two girls in high school start a fight club <laughs> that's so fun so that's fun. all you need to know that's how that's i'm sure need. that's how they got it financed because i was just like who wouldn't want to see that? <laughs> I was like, who is this very funny actor? Is this a comedian I haven't seen before? And then at the end, I saw it was Marshawn Lynch, who I know is a sports person. <laughs> and I was yes. like, good for him. Oh, my God. He is so funny in it. He's been really what is funny his sport? in a few things. Like he was in he was in an episode of that show Murderville, where different celebrities are yes. like the only person who doesn't know what's oh, yeah. going on in a murder case with with Will Arnett. And uh He's really funny in his episode. He's just really come across as this hilarious character. And what's his he, sport that he plays? He's a football player, and he cool. but he's but he's like the uh, uh, he's a teacher at the school. But he's you know a um, they ask him to be the um, you know chaperone or whatever they call it for their club. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> anyway, I can't wait to watch. I can't wait. It's a very funny movie. Uh, uh, in theaters now, probably independently made. I don't. I don't know who's getting the money from it at this point, but it's still great. Um, okay, Jesse, you. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, but consistently, I'm a history dork, right? So, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Anthropoid. Have you guys ever seen that? No. It's like four or five years old. It's, it's fucking amazing. It's um, uh, and I just went to Prague like a month ago with my brother, and we went and saw this place. It, so Anthropoid was this is the name of the mission in where the Czech resistance fighters in World War Two, uh, they successfully killed the highest, they assassinated the highest ranking Nazi in the Nazi party. Right. Like oh, cool. it's the highest profile assassination in all of World War Two is the third highest. This guy, uh, Heinrich something. Anyway, uh, it's an amazing it's like a really uh, gritty uh, it's Killian Murphy and Jamie Dornan play the two uh, Czech uh, resistance fight, or real guys and then they kill the guy and then they have to hide out in a church and the like catholic church protected them for like 30 days and then the nazis found out where they were and there was a huge standoff and it was like the alamo and they like held this church for like 10 hours it's an amazing story and you can go to that church and the whole basement is now like a uh like a museum you know and they have all the stuff there and the outside of the church is just riddled with bullet holes it's really it's pretty cool it's an amazing That's, story so what's it called again anthropoid okay it's from like 2015 or 2016 it's a great it's a really i'm shocked good that it's not World War like II movie. The movie everybody saw because it's such an easy uh the name just rolls off the tongue <laughs> <laughs> it's honest to god i had to look it up right before i said it because it is such a confusing name but that's what the mission <laughs> was called so i think that's why more people haven't seen it so if you just say like yeah killian murphy world war ii movie more people would have seen it i think so i think but, so uh, yeah but it's anyway. also, you know, it fits into like, uh, you know, I learned a, a couple of years ago that uh, that a lot of movies, a uh, lot more movies start with letters towards the beginning of the alphabet just because people want their movie to be have a shot at coming up early if people are just scrolling through movie titles. Oh, interesting. 
I would have thought uh, that would have been more of a blockbuster video strategy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. it should have been something that was done 25 years ago when they were putting shit on shelves. But mm-hmm. uh, all right, interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, anything. Yeah, because at least there was alphabet. It's alphabetized by category. But like sometimes when you're looking for a movie on demand, it's just this long ass list of titles by alphabet. So you know, anthropoids really gonna be seen by more eyes than uh, than a movie called Xenophobe. A lot right. of people don't realize that Arachnophobia's original title was Zoinks Too Many Spiders. <laughs> but they realized that that was bad business. Points! <laughs> Points! Zoinks! Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> good old Zoinks. All right, so thank you for those recommendations. Those are very three interesting movies, one of which I will have to uh, check out, I guess. And we have to take a break. We're going to be right back with some games after this. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We are back. And these are three terrific contestants we have here today. So uh, I expect these games to be very competitive and for people to actually maybe know an answer or two because uh, I've been told the games are getting very difficult lately and uh, and I love it. They were last week. <laughs> you won. I But yeah, barely. I barely winner. won. I barely won. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, we'll see how we'll see how you do this week. And uh, the first game we're going to play today is called Sweet 17 because this not for some pervy reason. It's because Douglas Movies is celebrating 17 years with a special taping this Saturday, September 16th at Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles at 420 in the afternoon with uh, three of the of not only the most frequent guests, but the most early guests, including the first guest ever to be on the show. Uh, that's Brian Postain, along with uh, Kate McCucci and Paul F. Tompkins. Fun! So, cool. All-stars! Yeah, I know. That's going to be... It won't be as good as this one, this group right here, but it's no. pretty good. <laughs> no, and, no. Yeah. I hate, you know what I mean? I hate it when on talk shows, like the host will sit there and go, Coming up next week, somebody famous, big round of applause, and then somebody else, big round of applause. All right, but tonight we've got, you know, and then somebody yeah. has to come out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, guys, you know? it's me. Sorry. Throughout my career, I've been pegged as the poor man's Kate McCoochie, and I've come to accept that. <laughs> I was trying to figure out which one I would be. <laughs> Brian Hussein? <laughs> well, I say, you know, I, I say their names mostly because of their, their history with the show, uh, but the three of you also uh, have <laughs> been uh, very frequent guests. So, um Anyway, that's what inspired the name of this game is just the expression Sweet 17. Uh, I'll say a fun fact or a a fact, and then you tell me 
Wait, did if, you just demote it fact- from a fun fact to a, just a fact? Is that, so we can't guarantee they're all fun? <laughs> There's no reason to, you know, I usually say fun or otherwise, you know, because, you know, oh, I, okay. can't, I can't guarantee fun in just a fact about a movie. But <laughs> it'll be fun trying to figure out the answer because your three right. options all right. for each one of these are three answers. Either the movie called 1917 or 17 again or edge of 17 Ooh. okay yeah you wouldn't think that these movies would have too much in common but you're still gonna have to figure out which one specifically has the uh fun or otherwise fact that i say about it uh to be true we'll start with arden Yes. Uh, if she misses, then Guy gets to choose between two potential answers. And if he misses, then Jesse will get the gimme point. Each time somebody gets one right, we'll just start with the next person on the next okay. round. Are you ready, Arden? Yep, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which one of these films, 1917, the one-shot war movie, 17 again with Zac Efron, or Edge of 17? with Haley Steinfeld, which one has a character named Ned in it? Which one was the Zac Efron one? That would be called 17 Again. I'm going 17 Again, Doug. Why do you say 17 Again, Arden? Because I feel like they'd be like picking on Ned. He feels kind of like a bully, Zac Efron. (laughs) Oh, and you I think feel like Ned is like, yeah. They'd like be like, fucking uh, Ned. Ned's a tool. Goddamn Ned. Oh, you got to deal with Ned. That's why. That's why they'd name him Ned in the screenplay, right? Because everybody's yeah. going to speak of like, him that way. Everybody knows it's fucking Ned. Oh, uh, Ned. Yeah. Uh, played by our friend Thomas Lennon in 17 again. Yeah. Ooh, that was wow. right. That is correct. <laughs> wow. Don't let him listen to this episode. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, Arden's on the board. Okay. Guy's up next. What do you think of this fact, Guy? Has the same cinematographer as the motion picture 1984 from 1984? Okay. Um... So, um, I'm gonna say 1917, um, because I don't know, it's British, and <laughs> I would assume you care about the cinematographer more than you do on these other comedies. But Love as that. we as we learned from that movie, where um, oh, cool as ice. Sometimes you have a, a guy who shoots war movies and uh, high school coming of age films. Okay, yes, 1917. It's true that the cinematographer of the uh, Cool as Ice movie was also the DP on uh, Schindler's List. Wow! We did, we did, we did learn <laughs> that. The, we learned wow. that at the uh, at the Benson uh, movie interruption wow. uh, last month at at, <laughs> at uh, Dynasty Typewriter. Uh, all right, uh, that is correct. Yay. It is. Wow. Good job. Good job. That's how you do it. 
Roger Deakins not only was the cinematographer in 1917, but also 1984 and Blade Runner 2049. Nice. If a movie's got a fucking year, the full outblown year, the time <laughs> Roger <laughs> Deakins wants to shoot it. That's exactly right. Yeah, he's the man for the job. But that uh, 1917, that was that movie where it was Sam Mendes directed it and it was like, uh, you know, all like one shot, but also a freaking war movie. So very, uh, very intense. Honestly, uh, stunned, stunned that there were no Neds in that movie. There were Agreed. like so, yeah. so many men. I, I think, am. you know, any movie is eligible to have somebody named Ned in it. So I don't know how hard I figured that one out. I just channeled. I just talked. I just channeled it. I just put, yeah. I just. I methoded it. Yeah. Well, Jesse, now you get the third and final uh, fun fact, and uh, it's not fun at all, but (laughs) if you get this, it it forces a three-way tie. We'll have to settle it, but if you don't, we will have a two-way tie. Or no, we'll see if Arden can guess it, and if she doesn't get it, then Guy wins. All right, here we go. (laughs) Jesse? Yeah. Uh. Which one of those films is one hour and 44 minutes long? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to, hmm. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with 1917 again. You like Good 1917? Guess. Good guess. Yeah. Just hour. cause that seems a little long guess. for a comedy thing. <laughs> which is how people describe edge of 17 and 17 again yeah as classic comedy things <laughs> i knew who richard deacons was by the way oh no. yeah so uh, I, but i don't get points for that but yeah uh, i think i wrote correct. for the oscars that it was oh fuck fuck yeah sorry That's we were right. we were talking over the over the incorrect noise I heard the noise. Like, okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, that means we go over to Arden. You got two options, Arden. Which one is an hour and 44 minutes long? Is it uh, Edge of 17 or 17 again? I'm going to go with Edge of 17, Doug. You are? Yeah. Why? Because you haven't picked that yet for any of them. You think I give each one one? No, I don't. I actually don't. I think I think you sometimes give it all to one movie. I do sometimes, yes. So I Too and late again for that today. Okay. So you sticking with it? Yeah, I'm sticking with it. You're sticking with Edge of Seventeen. I can't talk you out of it. Nope. That is correct. Yay! under pressure there. A lot of times I can talk people off of uh, the correct answer. I'm just going <laughs> with my gut, dog. Just yeah. going with my gut. <laughs> You really felt it that uh, I did. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, the, the war movies, you know, it's a war movie. So, of course, it's longer. It's like just shy of two hours. And uh, the uh, other movie, the uh, 17 again, knows its place and keeps it to a tighter <laughs> hour and 42 minutes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, our comedy should be about in the, in the 90 minute region. Yeah. When, it's another exactly. thing that I, I think Bottoms uh, succeeds at admirably is yeah. it's the right it's the right length. That's so good. Doesn't overstay its welcome. You know what I did? Because I, I'm not, I'm not as good with numbers as uh, uh, Richard Deacons. Uh, I, uh, I heard 144 minutes. Like that's what my brain did. So I was like, well, that's oh, yeah, way too yeah. long. Yeah. So yeah, 
But then I realized when I, you repeated it again, fuck, an hour and 44 minutes. That's a very reasonable amount of time to sit through one of those others. So anyway. Oh well. Yeah. Anyway, but that's, I blew a, it. you know, that's the thing about these, uh, you know, game show situations is that the, you know, the brain will do stuff. And um, Arden, congratulations, because your brain pulled off the win. <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm so excited. Powerful work. Powerful work. Wow. I'm yeah. so excited. And you get to go first in our, uh, you know, on the game that decides it all today, our final game that we'll play okay. right after these words. We'll be right back. We are back, and Arden Marine would not stop talking during the break about what a great player she is. <laughs> That's so true. And how Guy and Jesse can just eat her dust. That's exactly right. So me. That's yeah. so me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yes, congratulations, Arden. You won that first game. Wow. And, uh, so that means you get to go first in our next game, which in this particular case, I do think there's an advantage here because if we do get in a tie-breaking situation, you'll get to go first to break the tie. Oh, my God. But let's let's worry about that if and okay. when we get okay. to it. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> so obedient. <laughs> Uh, okay so um here's what we're gonna play uh, a game i call purple rain man deluxe edition uh purple rain man's a game we've been playing on a smaller scale over the years where it's basically two titles mashed up together like purple rain man is uh purple rain and rain man okay uh, become one movie so how this game works is I, I will start with you, Arden. Okay. And then, and then we go to Jesse and then to Guy. Okay. And <laughs> Arden, I will name the third build people. Okay. In a movie mashup title. Okay. This what makes it what makes it, delu- what makes it deluxe? Uh, that it used to be I would say these and uh, we just do one round and everyone would yell out when they thought they knew the answer. I see. But this version is uh, more involved and you'll okay. you'll get to, you might okay. guess, to, get to guess as many as three times. Wow, that's exciting. Okay, yeah. great. Okay. So I'll okay, say cool. the third build people first okay. to you and then okay. you guess from there. But okay, great. that will probably be difficult. Okay. And we, you know, we don't want to spend all day on it, so just think about it and pass mm. if you don't have an answer. Then Respect. we'll go to Jesse, then to Guy. Then if it gets back to you, Arden, with no correct answer, I'll give you the second build, people. And these this. are in the order. The two names are in order of how the title would go. Like, okay. So, so like with the title Purple Rain Man, the top people would be Prince and uh, Dustin, Dustin Hoffman. Hoffman. Yeah. Okay. You get it. You get, I get it. it. I get it. It's in your bones. I got it. My yeah. eyes are closed and I'm channeling it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Guy Brandon plays this game in his sleep. <laughs> that's so great. And I, I love Guy Brandon. I don't, I don't think like that's great for his sleep. I love everything about Guy Brandon. <laughs> no, it, it really, it upsets my, I've been trying to work on my sleep hygiene and I need I to focus him. on not li- thinking about third build actors. I love this. <laughs> All right, Arden, here we yeah. go. Okay. Um, I think I said all the rules. Okay. Um, I think it makes sense too. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Third build in this movie mashup title mm-hmm. are Rachel McAdams mm-hmm. and Richard Blade. 
I know who Richard Blaze is. From oh, Top that's Chef. a person? Oh, Top okay. Chef, Chef. <laughs> okay. Um, well, this guy is from uh, Top Knife, and his name is Richard Blade. Okay, I don't know who Richard Blade is, so I'm going to pass. Because <laughs> I don't want to okay. give away any Rachel McAdams movies. Right. She could be, you know, let's face it. Exactly. The greatest lady actresses end up third build a lot. All right. Mm-hmm. So let's go to Jesse. Do you have any ideas on this one? I'm gonna. I've never heard of Richard Blade either. And I'm sorry to the Mr. Blade and his family. Uh, I'm sure he's so a great sorry. actor. I'm I, so sorry. It's not reflective of his work. I just mm-hmm. I'm unfamiliar with it. But so I'm gonna pass the guy. Okay. I'm also going to pass. All right, back to you, Arden. Mm-hmm. Second build. Mm-hmm. Are mm-hmm. Jonathan Bennett. And Christy Somers, S O M E R S. I have got to pass. Jesus right? Christ. Holy mm-hmm. shit, Jesse! You the, these could just well? be people. These just just be people you went to high school with. I, I have no <laughs> idea that, that <laughs> any of these people agree to agree. I agree yeah. to agree, Jesse. Agree so, to agree. <laughs> these are just random names to me. No, I have yeah. no idea. I'm sorry. That'd be so weird said. if I figured out some of your high school classmates just threw their <laughs> names out. He's so great. Tara, per- uh, Di, I went to school with somebody anything? named Tara Pereira. Um, all right, I would like to. I would like to speculate. I, I believe I've settled what the first one is, which is going to be Mean Girls, and the second one you have listed a bunch of names of people I've never heard of, and nothing says people I've never heard of like a 1980s teen comedy. Is the answer Mean Girls just want to have fun? Oh, that's that so good. That is I... correct. Wow! No fucking way. What? Wow. He did it. Wow. He Your loss of sleep really paid off, guys. <laughs> yeah. All that training yeah, really impressive. paid off. Tell call Ariana <laughs> Huffington and tell her to put it on her sleep <laughs> cycle. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, wow. I, I was going to try to stop you from giving away the first half in case you missed on the second, but I You would never miss. He's Guy Branham. He's a king. Going. I knew where mm. it was going. He's a lawyer. Uh, he would never miss. <laughs> Well, uh, you know, number one what should have given it away for everybody because top build in Mean Girls is, of course, Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. And that, mm-hmm. that Jonathan Bennett fellow, I guess, plays the cute boy in her class that uh, I can't That's name wild. anything he's, else. He's, 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 gay, he's gay now and he hosts cupcake shows. He's oh, gay. okay. Yeah. Great. Good for him. <laughs> big win. Big win. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> he That's fun. Like he's got it all. And he's then, got it all. Uh, I really Richard Blade is a, a radio DJ who in the girls just want to have fun movie is like the, uh, you know, the live they're doing like a live broadcast of a dance contest at the end of the movie. That's and so fun. so I guess he got third billing because he, he was like they, they thought they were he was a celebrity they were using as a celebrity okay. DJ. And then right. This Christy Summers, I can't for the life of me figure out who she is or what she played in the movie. And then uh, number one build, according to IMDb, is a comedian who plays like the the high school coach or something in the movie. And his name is Biff Yeager. And I only recognize his name because, uh, you know, I've been watching stand up comedy since I was little and he used to be on like evening at the improv. Wow. Um, yeah. So but here's the thing. Girls just want to have fun. The two leads. This is where IMDb gets it way wrong sometimes. The two leads of that motion picture are Sarah Jessica Parker and Helen Hunt. Oh, whoa. Wow. Yeah. Is it a good movie? <laughs> no. 
Okay, great. Great. Okay, <laughs> they great. They just play a couple of girls who, it turns out, they don't just want to have fun, but they, you know, they got the rights to the Cindy Lauper song that was a big hit, so they had to, you know, they had to say they wanted to have fun. What they really wanted to do was win the dance contest. Girls and, just want to uh, win the dance contest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody knows that. It doesn't that. have the same ring to it. Everybody so, knows that. I think I can say with confidence it's one of Richard Blade's best movies. (laughs) But Arden, I I would like to see Richard Blaze try his hand at film acting. I mean, you know what? Me too. We all would. (laughs) If I'm he and I could, he got. I think he got like very into being on camera and kind of got a little bananas. He did because I I remember him season one. He was sort of like humble, and then he, he then he got really erratic. Really wanted to win All Stars. Got like yeah. kind of bananas. Has come back as a chef, like judge, and he's like a little like I think fame did not become him, and that's just just just, just makes you sense. Yeah, <laughs> don't you think? Do you do you watch that guy? Am I wrong? Uh, a little bit. Seeing him be hosty instead of being chefy makes me a little sad. Yeah, he was so needing to win when he came back for All Stars. I'm like, just like I understand the competitive spirit. Just chest your cards a little bit. You know what I mean? Just, just <laughs> chest it a little bit. That's all right. Live and live and let live. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, this time for round two. Uh, so guys on the board, congratulations for round two. Jesse uh, will uh, start us off. And all right. Third build. In this movie mashup title are John Leguizamo and the aforementioned Sarah Jessica Parker. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Johnny mm-hmm. Legs and SJP. Wow. Okay. Uh, hmm. Third build, you say? Yeah. All right. Um, Hmm. Hmm. Uh, fuck. Um, <laughs> uh, so they're both third built in that. Mm-hmm. So I, I would be a fool if I brought, okay, never mind. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, John Leguizamo's third build in the first movie and Sarah's in the second movie and the two titles overlap. Okay. Uh, <sighs> shit. I feel like this is within my reach, but I'm not... Yeah, if nothing's coming to you, they're both in a lot of movies. If no combo's coming up just yet, uh, let's go ahead and yeah, I'm gonna spawn in the city. That's Go all I got. <laughs> so that doesn't work. <laughs> I give up. I give it to Guy. <laughs> all right, Guy. Um, you know, I honestly just can't think of any Sarah Jessica Parker movies that start with Julie Newmar. So I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to pass. <laughs> I have a theory of what the second movie is. But I do Ooh. not know what the first movie is. But I could be wrong. I have a theory of what she could be third build in, but I don't know what. And I, I'm sure I'm wrong, but I don't know what the first movie is. Pass. Okay. All right. Uh, so everybody got a shot at that one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So who went first that time? Was it Jesse? I mm-hmm. did. Yeah. Okay. Here's your second build, Jesse. 
Patrick Swayze, and Pierce Brosnan. Hmm. So we got Johnny Legs in one, and Patrick Swayze in one, and Sarah Jessica Parker and Pierce hmm. 007 Brosnan in the second one. Uh, okay. Uh, fuck me. Um, God damn, again, this seems very attainable. <laughs> There's no like Richard Blades in this one. This like these are people I can picture immediately. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh uh um fuck. I, it's not coming to me. I'm going to guy. Um un- unfortunately- <laughs> or is it Arden? Sorry. No, it's guy, right? It's guy. No, I'm not this I'm not the host of this. Okay. Un- unfortunately, I have already like it is very clear that the first movie is Chu Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Um mm-hmm. the second one, I cannot think uh it it, it uh, it's truly got to be some sort of Sarah Jessica Parker romantic comedy that begins with M-A-R. So probably marriage or married or something like that, but I can't think of it. So I'm just going to give you two Wong Fu. Thanks for everything. Miami Rhapsody. Oh, God. <laughs> You're such a star. Your lack of Wait. sleep is truly inspiring. No. Yeah. I can, no. I can listen to Guy reason his way through. Me too. I'm obsessed with his brain. I'm like, I want to put a ring on that brain. It's uh, really interesting. All right. Well, he's not correct. So, what do you no. think, Arden? Chuang Fu, thank you for everything. Julie Mu, new marriage story. <laughs> Marrying man. Marriage. No. <laughs> marriage. No, no. Okay. Okay. Great. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, Jesse. Here's the third build. I mean, top build people. Here's the numero unos. Wesley Snipes mm-hmm. and Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. What the fuck? Is this- Who is number one build if he's in a movie? <laughs> yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah. Uh, I just can't think of a single thing that Jack Nicholson and Pierce Brown, I would have never expected them to have been in the same room as each other. It's an odd trio. Um, it's an yeah. odd trio. Uh, guy's gonna get it. We know the guy's gonna get it. Yeah, it's gonna be fun like to hear. It's gonna, gonna be fun to hear him um, get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah, wait. Yeah. I can't wait for yeah. guy to win. Yeah, let's just give it to guy. Go ahead, guy. No, 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 no. no. I, 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 I don't have it. It like this is clearly some sort of squishy late '90s, early 2000s kind of comedy. Um, like I just remember there was something called Married to It, so I'm going to say Too Long Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie. New mar- Married to It, but that's not <laughs> the answer. What's the answer? What's the answer? The answer is, I mean, to the second movie. What if I said, because you, you know, you're absolutely right about the first movie, but what if for the second movie I were <laughs> to go on to say, uh, Glenn Close, Jack Black. Um, Michael J. Fox. This is the weirdest cast. Um, <laughs> uh, is it an animated movie? No, no, should be. Is this the Aristocrats documentary? <laughs> no, but it's uh, a word, that, a title that begins with Mar. And oh, oh, also, it stars a bunch of little aliens that are green. Oh, Mars attacks, oh, Mars attacks, Mars attacks. 
Too on food. Thanks for everything, Julie. New Mars attacks. Ugh. That's oh my god! I feel like he should get it. I feel no, like he should get it. No, he understood. He understood that it was going to be. He got. He got it. I, I. I would be willing to lose to that point. I mean that. That's yeah. so crazy. I always think of Mars Attacks as fundamentally a Natalie Portman vehicle. Um, right. And I you forgot know, Natalie. Yeah. I forgot that SJP was in that. I really believe that your sleuthing deserves some kind of credit. <laughs> Yeah. I really well, want you to get you know, some kind I of something. I feel like he's going to win the whole thing. So let's play round three and see what happens. <laughs> uh, Thanks, Doug. This is the one where you get to go first, Arden. Okay. And, or wait, I'm sorry. You went first the first time. So it's, yeah. it's unfortunate, but Guy is in the lead <laughs> and gets to go first. Oh, fuck. Yeah. This is that's the thing that happens sometimes. But, sure, uh, I understand. Then we'll go to you, Arden, and then to Okay, Jesse cool. Peter. I love it. See what happens. Ready? Okay. Yeah. Guy, here we go. Uh, third build are Joseph Gordon Levitt and Matt Dillon. Yeah, that's fine. Um, oh, I pass. I have, a, I have a theory about the second movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I could be wrong. Um, I don't know what the first movie is, so I'm going to pass. Jesse? That bring me something. Uh, 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 yeah, I, I got to pass, too. Okay. These are tough. Mm-hmm. You know, because you got a lot of movies to... To flip through with those people, but the second names always help out a little bit. Mm -hmm. The guy gets to go first with these names: Julia Stiles and Owen Wilson. Watch guy do his work. Who was the first one and the second? Who was the first pair we heard? First movies got Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Julia Stiles. Second movies got Matt Dillon and Owen Wilson. Tell them the full title, guy. All right. Clearly, the first part is 10 things I hate about you. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, and then um, I. Uh, oh, OK. Is it uh, 10 things I hate about you, me and Dupree? That is correct. That's so good. Oh, good. just respectable <laughs> Guy Branham, but also the magical mind of Doug Benson and marijuana for coming up with that combination. <laughs> <laughs> really just praise be to doug and marijuana it's incredible it's incredible well, you know, it was a those gift nerds, those nerds over on jeopardy do this too they go they do a movie mashup thing now and i i accuse ken jennings of getting it from me but he wouldn't have it no um but uh congratulations guy branham you did it again I'm so sorry that you keep having to deal with me, Doug. I apologize. I went into this fully intending to to throw it, and I had two <laughs> no. two such capable competitors that my my competitive instincts took over. Arden and Jesse, that was powerful work from both of you. That <laughs> you have well, to. You ha I want you to play hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let me ask you this, guy. Uh, are you? Can you join us for the show next Saturday? <laughs> Of course. Afternoon at Darcy Typewriter. Wow. Of, of course. Wow. Well, there you have it, everybody. Uh, 
joining Paul F. Tompkins, Brian Posehn, and Kate McCucci, Guy Branham. I might just keep inviting people. Just go nuts. <laughs> I've had as many as 13 people on, on stage for a Douglas movies, so you, you never know. But for now, let's say congratulations, Guy Branham. You get to do your plugs first. What would you like to promote? Hey guys, since there's nothing new coming out, why not go on your on your Max app and watch Talk Show the Game Show? It's uh, so fun. A show that I did for two years on True TV. Arden Marine, you were a guest, weren't you? I sure was. And I have to say, it's again your brain, like it's so fun. It was such a fun show. Oh, thanks so much. Thanks so much. Um, but it's it's it has it has Doug Loves Movies-ish elements to it, yes. I would say. I was on with Diablo Cody and Moby. <laughs> and you see like, who guess who won arden has the weirdest uh rider she'll only work with people whose names rhyme and it's uh <laughs> it's a little limiting but thank god for Dio- diablo cody Moby. <laughs> that'd be a fun married name diablo, diablo cody Moby. yes um, or if he took her last name and he was Moby cody oh my god that'd be the best <laughs> uh arden marine yeah what would you like to promote well, of course, uh, will you accept this? Rose will be coming back uh, uh, shortly with the Golden Bachelor, which is 71-year-old senior, and everybody's over 60, and the ladies are dead gorgeous. <laughs> and then we'll be doing Paradise, which will be fun with Doug. He's a champ. He's a king. And then I'm doing a bunch of live shows on the East Coast, Union Hall on September 21st, City Winery Philly, October 12th, City Winery Boston, October 18th, and Bethesda Blues and Jazz, October 13th. So you can get all of them at artandmarine.com or my Instagram. Are you trying to tell me Bethesda doesn't have a winery? I guess no winery, or maybe they're just not interested. They're like, go to the ale house, go to the jazz house. How many city wineries do you think there are? I don't know, but apparently everybody loves playing them, so I'm really excited. There's a few, and they sound. it sounds like a fun venue to play. I'll let you know, uh, everybody, people... People I know who've played them say it's really fun. So I'm excited. There's one in Atlanta. And I know there's one in New York. So I'm excited. Well, speaking of things that are fun and exciting, wait till you hear about Jesse Joyce's book. Tell us, tell them all Ooh. about it. Oh, yeah. No, I'm happy to. Uh, but before I do, real quick, uh, uh, the uh, writers of Kimmel and myself, because I'm one of them, are doing stand up at Jimmy Kimmel's Comedy Club September 29th through October 1st in Las Vegas. Oh, cool. and, uh, since we're on strike and we can't do anything else, we're doing that. And that's, that's also why I wrote yeah. a book, which is that... called Kill- Killing the Guys Who Killed the Guy Who Killed Lincoln, <laughs> a nutty story about Edwin Booth and Boston Corbett. And it's a funny, true story about the uh, castra- self-castrated Mad Hatter who chased down John Wilkes Booth and killed him. And uh, it's about Edwin Booth, who was John's way more famous brother who nobody remembers anymore because the brother killed the president. So it's a real Can thing. I say that I lived in a building where I believe they hatched the plan for it on Grove Street in New York uh, at 45 Grove. And there was always tours out front stopping and they, they hatched the plan of the assassination on the parlor floor. What? Really? Yeah. Huh. And there's also what, a... The... There, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, 45 yeah. Grove. Worth looking at. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Well, um, all right. Well, uh, Jesse's got to go. And now it's probably like a raised pizza, by the way. <laughs> no, it's gorgeous. It's like this old mansion. My apartment was like literally 300 square feet. It was tiny, but it was this beautiful. It it looks like it actually looks like an assassination for Lincoln was planned there. 
It's very oh. haunted. It was really haunted. Okay. Yeah. That's right on. Yeah. That sounds, this sounds like an exciting place to live. Yeah, it was fun. All right. Um, here's my plugs. Doing stand-up at 420 on Saturday, October 7th at American Comedy Company in San Diego. November 4th, what a day. In the afternoon, Douglas Movies at night, stand-up. Where? What city's lucky enough to get that? It's a place called Cleveland. All of my dates are at douglasmovies.com. And, oh, also one more, Douglas Movies in Austin, Texas at uh, Cap City Comedy on October 25th <laughs> and uh did you hear that doorbell go off yeah I did. yeah i've got like this uh i've got a button that's a doorbell sound but now it just goes off on its own every once in a while that's fine that's and, fine yeah i don't know what that's about but maybe maybe i should open the door because there's a ghost outside is it john uh, milk's booth <laughs> probably this is a nice this would also be a nice space for plotting something yeah um, sure yeah thank you to all three of my guests guy branham arden marine and jesse joyce what a delightful hour this has been and as always that is all <laughs> Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart.